Today's episode of the Ramp It Up podcast contains explicit language and may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener's discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the Ramp It Up podcast with your host, Ronel Sinuis. Are you ready to ramp it up? Ramp it up, Ew. Hey, yo, ramp it up, B. Girl, ramp it up. Ramp it up. The Ramp It Up Podcast. Hey, you need to ramp it up. Ramp, ramp, ramp it up. And we are back with another episode of the Ramp It Up Podcast. I'm your host and your favorite Zoan Wheels, Ronell. Today is July 5th, the day after Independence Day. Hopefully everyone enjoyed their holiday weekend. Many people are off today, sleeping off too many beers and too much barbecue. I know I didn't get too much sleep. The folks in the neighborhood were a bit overzealous, to say the least, with all the fireworks went into late into the night, but I guess the sights were pretty enough but the sounds were just a bit too much. But what can I say? The folks in my block know how to celebrate. Uh, Hopefully everyone enjoyed themselves, stayed safe, uh, didn't drink or eat too much. Gotta give a quick shout out because July is my favorite month of the year. Yes, you guessed it, it is my birthday month. I love July, shout out to all the July birthday people. And the month actually opens up with very special birthday. Shout out to my niece, Layla. She joined us here on the podcast before July 1st. So she opened up the month and my family has a whole lot of people in the month of July. So shout out to first Layla and there's going to be a couple more this week, uh, myself and my uncle included. So yeah, expect a whole lot of birthday shout outs either through text message on our Instagram or maybe on the next episode. But most importantly, me, 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 me on the 9th this Friday. Feel free to send in birthday shoutouts on our Instagram, uh, ramp.it.up.podcast, or email us at rampituppodcast at gmail.com. But we are in summertime. People are out having fun, going on vacation, enjoying themselves. But it is no time to let down. I don't want to say your guard. That sounds like really aggressive. But no time to be less vigilant, I'll say, for many of us wheelchair users and just for everyone in general. So on today's episode, I'm going to give 10 tips, 10 tips for wheelchair users, quads or paras or folks with spinal cord disorders or who just use wheelchairs to get around, uh, 10 tips to enjoy your summer safely and to remain healthy this summer. Uh, Most importantly, one we will cover during the list for South Floridians, we are in hurricane season, not just for South Florida. I think it's all of the East Coast to be more precise, but it is hurricane season June 1st through about November 31st is our official hurricane season, but it's usually about July where the rain really gets started. So we're going to share those tips. Hopefully they are uh, already in your notes. Many of you guys put them into practice, but for some who are newer or who just haven't thought of some of them, I'll be sharing some. And of course, we'll be posting a few Websites where I found some of those tips as well on the episode notes so you can follow through. Before we jump into our 10 tips, 
You know, I have to give a shout out to uh, the sponsor for today's episode, Jay Woods Company. Shout out to Jay Woods Company. They cater to your special event needs. Just go to jwoodscompany.com or hit up their Instagram, Jay Woods Company. There you can see pictures of some of their special events and you can also email them from their website to find out about any catering gig opportunities or their special event menu. Again, shout out to Junior and Woody, the owners of Jay Woods Company. They cater to your special event needs. For this summer, many of us have many big plans, whether celebrating birthdays like myself and uh, some of my family members or going away on vacation, especially since uh, many people have gone and got vaccinated. Vacations are opening back up. People are flying again. People are doing road trips. There are festivals opening back up. So, you know, the world is opening it back up. We're not necessarily fully in a post-COVID world as of yet, but quarantine has pretty much come to an end. There are still some protocols in place to keep us safe, but people are getting out there. The kids have graduated. They're out of school. You're ready to get them out your house. So there's things we can do to enjoy ourselves again. Last year was a lot less active. We're stuck inside, but now that the streets are open, churches, actually church opened back up. So even some of our church activities are uh, some of the other things going on. So in order to enjoy them safely, to be healthy towards the end of our summer break, I'm going to give you guys 10 tips on how to enjoy your summer as a wheelchair user. Now, they're not in any particular order, to tell you the truth, but they are all great tips to help you enjoy them safely. So we'll start with number one on the list, stay hydrated. It is a big thing for those of us in wheelchairs. Uh, myself, I have a indwelling catheter. So to avoid UTIs, which I've talked freely about here on the podcast, uh, and just to keep my skin all beautiful, brown and glossy and hair looking nice, they encourage us to drink a lot of water and it's great for weight loss as well. But in the summer, Florida gets up in the 90s. And whether I think they suggest minimum two liters of water, look to increase that. Yes, you might want to drink lemonades and sodas and stuff while you're at some of these barbecues or while you're hanging out with the family, but make sure to stay hydrated with your water. Increase your intake that way when you're out in the sun. Uh, we don't sweat as well. I'm, again, I'm speaking for some of the higher level injuries, some lower in, uh, level injuries or people with disorders sweat normally. I don't, I only glisten. Uh, but we don't sweat the same way, so you don't really feel yourself getting as thirsty as you normally would. And in my experience, I have passed out because of it when I wasn't prepared or fully understood how my body was reacting to heat. So because of dehydration, I have passed out in the past. Keep water on you. If you're not a big fan of drinking water, infuse your water with frozen fruit or uh, bits of lemon or cucumber to give it a little flavor. But whatever you do, make sure to stay hydrated. Number two, related to the first, heat. There are some parts of the country that get up into the hundreds. Florida usually gets about 94, no more than 95. It's a really hot summer. Every now and then, maybe 100, but not often. But protect yourself from the heat. Again, I'm speaking from my personal experience. Some areas of my body doesn't feel the heat the same way it did before my injury or a more able-bodied person or someone with a lower-level injury does. So I don't feel the heat on my skin until it's been several minutes or sometimes almost an hour when I'll start to realize I am hot due to the sun. I The first year I was injured, I hung out in the sun for hours. I was stuck in the hospital for a long time. So when I was finally back out, I would just hang out outside. 
and I was tanning. And yeah, you know, it looked nice. It made me all extra brown and beautiful, but the problem was it leads to skin burning. Also, depending on what kind of chair you have, if your skin comes in contact with the leather of the chair or the metal, it can cause burns on your skin. And of course, dehydration, you can pass out. Uh, heat stroke is a very big one as well. And you can get sunburned. Yes, for those of you guys who do not know, folks with melanated skin, black folk, brown folk, we get sunburns as well. So wear some sunscreen, some sunblock. If you're out by the beach, by the pool, just riding around on the block, do something to protect yourself from the sun. Some folks I know, they have an umbrella attached to their chair or a little awning covering that goes over the top of their chair. What if you do? Uh, if you're in an area where there's not much shade, protect yourself from the sun. Thankfully, in my area, we have lots of trees whenever I'm around the block. There are some designated areas where I will stop, take a break, enjoy a cool breeze under the shade, have my water with me. Uh, shout out to Handy Cup. They went ahead and gave me a great cup holder for my chair. But, you know, keeping cool is a very important part of staying safe this summer. Number three, I know we're celebrating. I know uh, folks are out here barbecuing for the holidays, for those who for those who barbecued for Juneteenth or those who barbecued for the 4th of July or just for any particular weekend or birthday that you're enjoying this summer. And the ribs and the barbecue chicken and burgers and hot dogs, all those things sound and look great. You know, you have to have some mac and cheese or chips, all that good stuff. Well, it is not always the best idea to splurge too hard. This one is probably like the hardest bit of advice I'm going to give coming from my perspective. But you got to stick to your diet regimen. I'm not saying you can't enjoy the great food or the good times with your family and friends. But don't let that go to your head. Uh, myself included, again, some of this advice is coming straight from my experience. We tend to overindulge on some of those great foods, and then we end up super constipated later on, or it throws us off our diet regimen, we gain all this extra weight. And for those of us in wheelchairs, it's already harder to lose those extra pounds. We already out here trying to get summer sexy anyway. Uh, so if you're going to go ahead and enjoy some of those barbecues and some of the summer and holiday food, just make sure your plate is a little bit more balanced. Instead of uh, doing burgers and fries or burgers and chips, maybe get yourself a burger and some fruit or a salad on the side or uh, some veggies or something to kind of balance out the plate. Instead of doing two, three sodas or uh, a couple lemonades, hey, make sure you're doing either fresh juice or maybe some water in place of it. I know I'm a big chicken wing fan, and there's nothing better than chicken wings and fries. But hey, maybe if you slip some carrot sticks or celery sticks or a green salad on the side of those chicken wings, it'll definitely give you some room, save you on some of the calories, and keep you from completely ruining the diet. Number five on my list is to drink responsibly. Now, I know what we think when we hear that, and of course, I don't want anyone drinking and driving or drinking in excess to hurt themselves or to hurt others or to make yourself sick. But that means something a little different to some of us in wheelchairs. Drinking responsibly includes just not having that one last beer that you might really want, but probably shouldn't have. Many of us deal with indwelling catheters or cathing on a regular basis, and that gives us the risk of UTIs and other infections already. Well, adding alcohol to that mix only raises the chances of you getting a UTI. Now, I'm not saying you can't have a drink. I'm not saying that at all. 
But just like when I was talking about the food, don't overindulge. Drink responsibly. Make better choices. If you're going to have a beer, choose a light beer. Instead of having three, maybe two. Definitely not a six-pack. No more than three is the recommendation that was given to me. Same thing if it comes to some of the harder drinks. If you're going to have a mixed drink, try not to do it with something with higher calories. Uh, Make sure to add water in between all of your drinks. That way, you are keeping the bladder and your kidneys working and avoiding overtaxing them with the amount of alcohol you are drinking. Also, I don't know if any of you guys have tried uh, moving your wheelchairs while a little inebriated. It's not fun. It's not fun at all. So go ahead, enjoy, drink responsibly. If you choose to avoid it, that is you and that is okay as well. But we're adults here. And if you decide to have a drink or two, keep it at a minimum and make healthy choices. So the next one on our list is to get yourself active. Just like we talked about our diet plans going out the window, sometimes we're like, ah, we're in vacation mode. We're not going to the gym. We're not going to therapy as aggressively as we have been doing when not in vacation or we're not doing our home exercises. Stay as active as possible. If you're with the kids, make it a fun activity. Have them work out with you. You might not be able to uh, run and jump like they're doing, but let's say if you're on your Vita Glide or you're on your, your hand cycle, uh, let them do an exercise next to you. Let them do jumping jacks or jump rope or something where you're still being active and getting uh, your work in, and you could include family and friends at the same time. Number seven on the list, many of us are going on vacations or just being more active and uh, going about since the world is open again. So plan your trips and your activities ahead of schedule. South Florida rains at the drop of a dime. It could be beautiful and sunny one morning. Ten minutes later, we're looking at a thunderstorm. Your best bet, plan your trip ahead of time. And I'm talking days ahead of time. And don't just plan it and leave it alone. Double check, recheck, check the weather, check uh, the traffic patterns. If you're taking public transportation, uh, take the special transportation services. If you have your own vehicle, make sure you set ahead of time. That way you're not getting stuck out here in the streets for too long, sitting in your chair, getting wounds. Another big one. Many other wheelchair users have learned some friends and family want to be adventurous, go to new places. I call everywhere ahead of time. If it's somewhere I haven't been yet, I'm calling ahead to make sure they are wheelchair accessible, whether I can get in the building and maneuver around the building safely, whether the environment is safe enough, if I need to use the restroom or something, uh, I call and ask as many questions as possible. Now, do give them the benefit of a doubt. Not many people know what the ADA laws are or how accessible their building is, they might just tell you, yeah, you can get through the door. But for myself, I have a power wheelchair. I have to be very specific. Are there any steps getting into the door? Is there one step? They were like, no, it's a small one. I'm like, no, I asked for pictures. Or you Google the place, try to find photos of what the environment looks like, get an idea of what the layout is, whatever you need to do, plan it ahead of time. So that way you don't get to where you're going and you find out, You can't enjoy yourself as best as possible because certain parts of the place aren't wheelchair accessible. Next one, consult your physicians, your specialists, your therapists before you go on vacation or if you are doing any crazy physical activities. Um, I've done water skiing. I've gone into the pool. um, I plan on going out of town as well. 
ask these questions. If you have any appointments that need to get in, make, make sure there are no conflicts with your dates. Make sure your doctor knows that, hey, I'm going to be doing this physical strenuous activity. Is it okay? Do you think I'm fit for it? A big one is for those of us who have to travel by plane. I have yet to do it since my injury, and I've heard many horror stories about it. But ask your therapist, what is their advice? There are other ways of traveling as well. You can go by bus. You can go by train. You can just do a road trip. Uh, just make sure you get their advice, get their input. And most importantly, when you're going out of town, make sure you pick up all your proper meds, all your supplies. Make sure you take them with you. Last thing you want is to be stuck in another city, another state, even worse, another country. And you don't have your catheters on you or uh, your right meds or any of the other items that you might need for a long trip. This is another one for our East Coast folk, hurricane prep. Now, one big thing I learned because of COVID, these places that we're used to getting our supplies from run out. Though There's no guarantee that you're going to get your gloves, that you're going to get your chucks, that you're going to get um, stuff for your catheters or even replacement parts for your chair in time. We know hurricane season is coming around. It is every year, June 1st through November 31st. Get all your supplements, all your pills, everything. Stock up just a little bit. I'm not telling you go get you a, a, a disaster or a panic room, but make sure you have a little bit extra on hand in case there are any uh, delays in supplies, any mess up in the supply chain, or even if we get stuck at home. I make it a habit of when I'm buying my groceries, I might buy an extra pack of water than I actually need for that month. Why? Because in case uh, we get stuck and then there's no water in the streets, it's a lot more difficult for myself and other wheelchair users to run to Walmart, uh, run to any of the other stores to battle the crowds and get those supplies. Again, this happened during the pandemic and we learned that lesson the hard way. There are many times I was going without or I had to rely on the kindness of strangers, no, not strangers, but family members and friends to pick up some supplies for me. So to pretty much avoid that hassle, prepare ahead of time. If you know you use two packs of chucks in the month, buy a third one, buy a fourth one to make sure there's some left over. And if there's no hurricane, cool. Now you have something for next month and you're safe. But always is a bit of advice that I was given and I've learned is necessary. Always keep a surplus on hand just in case that goes for your flashlights or stuff that your aid may need, stuff that your family members may need to provide the services uh, while the hurricane may be in place. Uh, Florida just had a bit of a, actually, we're still in it, if I'm not mistaken. It's supposed to go through this Wednesday, but we're looking at Hurricane Elsa. It is right now a Category 1, teetering between that and a tropical storm. But guess what? If we get caught off guard, I have some of the supplies on hand, and you guys should do so as well. Related to that, number nine, have an emergency hurricane plan in place. It's not, it's not just about the supplies that you have in home. Some of us live in flood zones. Some of us live in areas where power goes out very easily. Like myself, a little bit of wind and my light is going out. Have an emergency plan in place. I know the University of Miami and Jackson, they help us with information and how to prepare I know Florida has, I believe it's, I'm not going to quote the number. I will put it in the episode notes just to make sure. But there's a phone line where you can call for emergency services. Do not wait till you're in the middle of the hurricane to be like, I don't know what to do. There are special transportation services that can come to your home before the storm gets worse. 
to help you evacuate, whether you're going to a family or friend's home, whether you're being evacuated to a hospital, whether you're being evacuated to uh, a shelter of some sort. Make sure that plan is set in motion. Along with that plan, make sure you have emergency contacts, people that know where you are and someone that you can call in, the, in a matter of emergency. Make sure you got cash on hand. Uh, a lot of times when the power goes out, but stores are still open, you can't use your card to pay for things. And not only that, you need to have your IDs and stuff if you end up by yourself and you need uh, someone to help you contact your folks. Have your phone charged, have your chair charged. This is a big one for those of us who use the electronic chairs. Charge your chair. I have to charge mine about twice out of the week. The battery's pretty good. In the summer, that changes. The heat sometimes makes it a little worse. Sometimes you're in your chair longer for the day and you're used to only charging it once or twice out of the week. Make sure you're going to bed, plugging in your chair and you're waking up, it's at 100% because you never know if the lights might go out for two or three days. If it's possible to get you an extra battery, get an extra battery. My charger kind of doubles as a battery. So if the power goes out, it has a little charge in it where it could recharge my chair as well. Do whatever you need to do to make sure you are prepared. You have an evacuation plan. If you have to call the fire department or the police department, let someone in your community know that, hey, you have some mobility issues and you need to be able to get in and get out safely. The last one, and this one is actually the most important, I will say on the list, get out and have some fun. The last year and a half has been really stressful on many of us. Unfortunately, we've lost family members. We've lost friends. We've been cooped up in the house. Some of us have lost jobs. Some of us have lost where we live. It's been stressful. A lot of us have depression and anxiety and, and just crushing loneliness that is driving us crazy. Uh, if you guys haven't gotten it uh, by now, the message, I hate being bored. I love to be active. And this past year, has been really rough on me not being able to go out, go to uh, the movies, music festivals and stuff just to, you know, enrich our lives. We work hard. You got to play hard as well. Now that the world is opening back up, go out and have some fun. Be safe. I didn't say don't get masked up. I didn't say don't get vaccinated. I'm not saying don't give people six feet, but get out and have some fun. For you, if your fun is going to the beach, go. If your fun is going to the the park down the street, go and do that. If your fun is going to church, and being the loudest singer in the alto section of the choir, do whatever you have to do to enjoy yourself. Summer is here. Family and friends are either visiting or home from school. Enjoy them. Enjoy your life. Those are the 10 tips I had for wheelchair users and everyone in general just to go ahead and enjoy their summer. Remember, stay hydrated, stay safe. Don't end up in the hospital. Uh, don't end up hurt. Don't end up sick. Enjoy yourself. Remember to wish happy birthday to all the July people. We're the best on the calendar, despite what everyone else may say. Shout out again to my dog, Layla. Happy birthday, monster. She's 15, y'all. She's grown up way too fast. And I'm turning 35. It's ridiculous. So shout out to all the other birthday folks in the month of July. Enjoy your summer. Until the next episode of the podcast, have a good day. Thanks for tuning in to the show. Connect with the podcast on social media. Check out our Instagram page at ramp.it.up.podcast or email us at rampituppodcast at gmail.com. Until next time.